0: It's the Benz Brunani womaness. Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. <laughs> if you sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea. We are going to sip it. Hard time scolding for your long truants. You might learn something, you never yeah, no know. i let you find. And she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, mine, say your mind Fling us together, Lord. Fling us together with straws that cannot be broken fling straws together lord fling straws together let's fling straws together with love i plan to ruin every one of those songs that we used to sing in assembly just because. I mean, why not? Why not? Imagine we are back on a video thing. We are back. Hey, let's see how long it lasts because I put this SD card, this micro SD card into my roadcaster thingamajig. And it was like, oh girl, you need to format me. And I was like, babe, you were already formatted. So this episode might record and there's no sound. I don't care anymore. I need you to understand that. I just don't care anymore. I am tired. Your girl is tired. So what are you listening to? What are you watching? It's me, Kalechi, in the place to be. And this is SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum. And I'm back. I am back. Um, I mean, it's good to be back on video again, I guess. I mean, if it all comes together, if it doesn't, then all you've got is audio. I tried. I I tried. Talking of podcasts, some girl is using my logo. She's using my logo and I find it really, just really, really odd. Just really odd to just see this logo sort of just out there, weirdly. Um... She's called, she's called her thing. Say your mind with rare, rare, rare. And people are like, have you, have you trademarked it? Have you done this? Have you, girl, I haven't, no. Not the logo anyway. Like she used, she basically just tried to chop up the words and then put her name. with. It's weird, but you know what? I'm over it. I can't come and kill myself over the things that people are doing in this weird space called the internet. I am exhausted also because I was hosting last night Uh, The Black Stage Pole Dance Showcase Um, Black Stage was uh, Founded by Layla, A.K.A. Cutie Whippingham Amazing pole dancer Amazing person And just bringing People of colour Pole dancers of colour together To perform in this phenomenal showcase The talent that was on show Absolute mad ting Absolute mad ting Greatly enjoyed hosting it I had a really cute outfit on I was debating whether to wear a belt with the dress that I wore by Eki Kere. Um, I bought it from Zinkata, which is a store in Leki in Nigeria. I asked my mom to go and pick it up for me and then bring it over when she was coming. Um, the outfit's phenomenal. It's got a hood, you know, I love me a hood. Um, beautiful. So I was debating whether to wear a belt with it. I was going to wear this solid gold belt with it. Why did I put the belt on? And then I go down to the hallway or I go into the hallway to go and pick up my bags. That I'm going to take with me to this event. And then the belt snaps like anyway, I was like, you know what? That's fine. The outfit looked amazing without the belt. I had another belt, but I feel like it was too 90s for the look. It didn't know too 80s, 90s. It just didn't work. So didn't wear it. Um, but the silhouette was perfect Actually without the belt And there are like Five different ways That I want to wear this dress Like hood up Hood down Whatever Like there are just Different ways That I want to wear this dress Different shoes Sensational My god I can't wait I cannot wait Did my makeup myself It was a very very cute look Not me doing a cut crease Ow In this cosy lives In this cosy lives That's like Girl you better do that Makeup yourself <laughs> Okay. Because these childcare prices, these childcare fees, there are no, they are no joke. Listen to me, Rishi, little pomplex. Sort it out. Other countries, they are assisting families with paying for childcare. You, you're just there doing nothing, being a bitch. It's ridiculous. Talking of bitches, I'm going to talk about Suela later on as well, but they're all in this nonsense together. So yeah, I'm tired. My, you can hear it in my throat. My <clears> throat, rather hoarse from doing all of the presenting bits. You know, like when you're sick at something, you don't actually realize or you don't take in the fact that it's an art form. I am an incredible host. Like maybe because I've had all of this practice on this podcast, but even before this podcast, like when it comes to public speaking, being in front of people, I don't know, there's something about it that doesn't phase me because why wouldn't you want to get into this? Why would you not want to get into all of this? These are the questions that one needs to be asking. So I think that aspect of it always feels rather natural for me. Um, But I understand that it's not all of the people that can do this. But I guess that's why in France, what do they call it? Ranger range. Okay. <sighs> I don't have much to say today. Honestly, I've just been purposefully keeping away from the news and keeping away from all of the bits. I need to take left swimming in a bit. So I'm not even going to be recording for too long. I don't have anything to say. And I honestly believe like if you, if you don't have anything to say, not even if you don't have anything nice to say, if you don't have anything to say, just shut the fuck up, you know, shut up. So knowing that I don't have too, too much to say I'll just keep it cute Because I feel like when I do say things So I had a video out when I was talking about The 200 migrant children that went missing I reposted it this morning because somebody shared it And so um, I shared their comment about it Then somebody else who follows me Some account called Venga for Life or something Then decides to tweet I can't explain it um, but watching somebody use all the Twitter buzzwords, it just feels like they learned their personality from the internet. Are you a fucking idiot? Clearly, you're not from South London because it said their location was like Barking or somewhere. East London guys are weird. Like, I'm not even trying to start any slander, but you need to beat that case. Like, your area of London has weirdos. West London. I don't know too much. Like you lot are very close to the motorway. So I I feel like you've got a lot going on. Can't really comment. Not to say that there aren't some absolute bitches in South, but East London guys just come with a very mean energy. And I just don't understand it. You saw a video about me addressing the fact that 200 migrant children went missing in this UK. And all you could focus on was being a hater before 12 noon. Oh! Ah! God has a lot more work to do on you. Okay. That is all I'm going to say about that, because that is weird behavior to me. Like, and I and I reposted it. Like I retweeted it because I guess like this mood that I'm in at the moment, why am I just sharing all the good stuff? Like, let's see the nonsense things that people say as well. Like put it out there because I also, it'll be good to see the people who are really agreeing with you and joining you because you're clearly a dumb piece of shit. right? is the thing. Because some of the things that you lot call Twitter buzzwords are simply words that you did not come across before Twitter. And so you think that they're these buzzwords, but it's just that in your circles, in your caves, like that hadn't been brought over to you. So you think that everybody else doesn't know the things. Personality created off the internet. It's your mom's personality that was created off the internet. That's who it is It's your mum's It's your mum's personality Just giving birth To raggedy human beings I I will be damned If my child In a few years Is doing what you lot Are doing At your big big ages It's just weird behaviour To jump on a burner To talk about football And then to send Weird tweets To black women Like is that Your entire personality That you've crafted For the internet And some of you Are dating these people Yuck Honestly, yuck. If you know that your man gets on a, but if you know that your man has a burner, break up with him immediately. Break up with him immediately. I don't want to hear any stories. Just break up with him. It's a very, very weird place to find yourself. Disgraceful. Dating a man with a burner. I don't know what to tell you about that. Anyway, because I don't have much to say apart from, oh, I guess, when's the live? Damn. The live show in New York is like next week. Damn, I'm going to have a live show in New York Oh my God I feel tickets are still I think tickets are still available So you can get a ticket for that Or you can get a ticket for the live show That I've got in September in London To celebrate the launch of my upcoming book Edge of Here If you haven't pre-ordered I don't know what the hell you're doing anymore But again, I like I said I'm in this mood of I don't care I just refuse to care anymore do what you're doing. It's funny that the time I'm saying I don't care is when I've gone to spend money getting this new camera so it can do the things that I need it to do. All very weird behavior from me, but I guess I'm just joining in with the general energy of the world. So I'm just going to keep this nice and cute. I was thinking of doing more than one tarot reading today. I mean, I don't know what my energy's saying, but it's what I felt like. Did I put anything in notes? Because sometimes I make notes throughout the week. Let's see. Um, oh, that's juicy. Oh, okay. Maybe I do have some things to say before I get into the tarot. That is actually juicy. That's wild that I just, this is why it's good to check your notes. All right. So I went to Woolwich a little while ago to go uh, meet with Marissa Hilton. And Marissa Hilton is an absolutely amazing artist um, makes a lot of things from play, uh, play from clay as well as paintings and all of the things, just the multidisciplinary artist who is, she's just incredible. So I went to a, um, studio to visit the week before last, had a great time just chatting with her, vibing with her, told her about human design. Now baby girl is also on the ting. Um, and you should look into human design. If you know your birth chart or you know your birth time, go and look into human design. Um, apart from that, I went back, she invited me back so I could create a Yabba pot. So, um, I guess the, uh, Caribbean people, specifically Jamaican people will know about the Yabba pot. So I was making my own and she was very impressed with how quickly I took to making things with clay. First time ever, but again, what do the people call it in France? Ranger. Ranger. Okay. I was great, but no, I really had such a great experience, like working with my hands, like doing all of the things, although my nails, I don't know if you can see my nails. They kept digging into, and these are my actual, actual nails. I didn't think my nails could grow like this. I never knew nails like this before. But this is all down to Sabrina, my baby girl, by underscore Izana on Instagram. Help my nails grow like this, but I've actually got to cut it down now because I'm taking Muay Thai seriously and I want to go back to BJJ after going to that tournament and I actually need to play guitar better. So I need to cut my nails down. What song am I learning at the moment? Um, uh, Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Doom, doom, doom that's the song I'm learning at the moment. And I'm doing rather well at it, but these nails need to go all the way down. I don't think I could be like Dolly Parton with her long ass nails and still playing the guitar. I mean, I could try, I could try, but either way, the nails have to go. They have a go because I need to get back to BJJ, you know, so going to cut them down. So next time I see Sabrina, we're taking these down. But why I'm telling you that is because when I was working with the clay, sometimes my nail kept digging into the clay. So I'd have to like patch it over and smooth it over. I can't wait to see my pot because it needs two weeks to kind of like go off, you know, like dry out. And then Marissa is going to put it in the kiln and bake it. And then I'll be back to glaze it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be back to glaze it. So I'm really excited because I didn't expect to have that experience. And it was, it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. I really had a great time. Um, so yeah, I guess why I told that story is also because I've got this uh, channel active in my human design chart. It's called the 360 channel and people who have that channel active and the way that you'll know it's active is if the gate, can you call it gate? Three and the gate, 60 there's a line that connects them like they can access each other right so it usually means melancholy you know like people who just generally seem to have like a sad disposition although I don't claim that for my destiny but the reason I bring it up is because when I feel like I'm not doing anything when I feel like things aren't happening at the speed or pace that I want them to happen I just go into this state of like ugh you know like ugh and I've, that's what i've been feeling like recently like nothing's really popping like that and I, and i maybe that's what i'm saying like i'm fed up i'm like i've put in a lot of work throughout the years like a lot of work throughout the years and um you're just like surely things should be moving at a pace but nobody can dictate the time you know you can't dictate god's time some people like will be like it's because you're bad vibes like your mother like your mother yeah we bad vibes together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that was really interesting. The more that I'm learning about human design. And I think like, it's important to learn about these things, but not like craft your whole kind of life around it. They're just indicators of things. And then you do what you need to do. There's a, there is a tarot um, question that I chose simply because I haven't actually read it but I chose it because of the title, because of the subject, what they named it. That's why I want to read it because I, I really think that it's going to help me land my point. So ho- overall, what's this? Oh, Brent tried to call me. I'm recording now, Brent. It is what it is. I'm recording now. You just, this is what, this is what happens when you leave me to my own devices. This is what happens. Um. Anyway, so that's that. All right. You know what? Let's get into the tarot. Let me not talk too much because I said I even want to be out of here. Very quickly. So let me not just be talking like one talker. Where is that letter that I saw? I can't see, I'm blind. I'm sure you've missed my face, my random songs. Big up, Scissor. This tarot question says. I, was, I had to check myself for a moment Because I was like Am I meant to do Share Your Magnificence first But no it's tarot first See where I'm at I don't like my star sign And I don't like me Hi Kalechi. Sent on 30th of March 2023 I hope this email finds you well After listening to episode 231 Connect 4 I finally had the confidence to write in The girl's letter you read out Really resonated with me She's of a similar age, and though I haven't experienced what she has, I deeply felt all the emotions she expressed in her letter. I almost cried as the letter was read. Almost. Lol. It's either I've ran out of tears. Oh, girl, I feel you. Or of energy or both. Yeah, I hear you. But I just can't cry anymore. I hear you. It's unfortunate because not only do I need to cry, I hear you! I need to weep. I need to sob. I hear you. Before I go further, I want to thank you for creating this podcast. Who would have thought tarot, pop culture, and a weekly verbal thrashing would blend so perfectly into what has become my favorite podcast? I love that for us. I mean, your podcast has brought so much joy, wisdom, and inspiration. So from one Igbo baby girl to another, Imela, thank you. So why... I'm writing, law. where do I start? Let's start with me, I guess. I've attached my natal chart, so hopefully that helps. I really, really don't know how much tarot, um, I really, really don't know much about tarot or astrology. I know my main star sign, which is cancer, and that's all, Mars has just gone into cancer, and that's pretty much where it begins and ends. This natal chart, can I say, was a very accurate description of me and the Jupiter is in Virgo paragraph. I screamed when I first read it because it's scarily accurate. I think part of the reason I haven't looked much into astrology is because I don't like my star sign. Is that weird to say? From my limited knowledge, Cancerian women have been characterized as emotional and sensitive and those are two words that definitely apply to me and they're two things I've always disliked about myself. Since primary school age, I've always tried to tone down my personality to be more stoic, cool, calm, and collected because I've never liked this annoyingly chatty and bubbly side of me. There's such a massive dissociation between who I am and who I want to be. I'm going to check your moon sign, yeah? I will laugh if your moon sign is in some kind of fire sign or earth sign. Um, but it's giving it's giving a fixed water sign. I'll look down. It's either giving, can I call it? I can't call it. I can't call it. I was going to say moon in Scorpio, moon in Gemini, or mm, I don't know who's very off. Capricorn. Let's see. I don't know. I could be completely off. Um, Though that being said, I don't really know who I want to be But I will explore this later Anyway, my attempts to be a more mysterious babe over the years Have been very unsuccessful I'm still very passionate I'm still loud I'm bubbly, fiery, talkative, etc It's giving some kind of fire sign Unfortunately or fortunately I can't change that So I'm more starting to lean into who I am a little more I say all of that to say that Even though I know these qualities are not inherently bad They have been for me they have been for me. Let's get the intonation right on that. My emotional and sensitive side has meant that I have always been prone to having meltdowns, mood swings, outbursts, which I have just recently, um, which is, which have just recently made me lose a friend or oh babe. And very, very terrible pon- uh, penchant to overshare. Oh, I can't wait to see what your chart actually looks like. I talk so much and regret, but I never learn. It's only now that all my friends have gone off to uni and I um, have taken a gap year, but I've managed to take some, to keep some things to myself because I've been isolated. Ooh, ooh, something's happening in your 12th house. Again, confiding in people who are meant to be your friends is not inherently wrong, but I've done it in a way that has meant that I've become a burden to people. Always complaining, always having a problem, always requesting, Never the other way around, because I probably give off the vibe that I'm more a problem person than a solution person. But I actually have so much love and time to give because I know how I would love for people to be patient. Um, I know how I would love for people to be patient with me. Although no one has actually said that I'm a burden, I still feel like I ask too much from the people around me, especially as I say, they never ask anything of me. Over the years, I've let life's problems define me and I've become such a miserable and angry person. What's worse is that most of the problems I've experienced in life have been of, um, of fault of my own. I've known better, but n- have never really done better. It's ironic that my happy, bubbly nature that I was trying to suppress is something I desperately want now. There are times where I'm still fun and um, vivacious and I think this Um, And I think this is what draws people to me However, this also equally coupled with me um, being passive-aggressive And even vicious to people that um, I care for No, that care for me, wow Um, Though right now, I don't know who actually cares for me anymore I'm not really close with my friends anymore I distance myself from everyone by deleting social media Because honestly, I don't want to be (laughs) You have, I, you have Scorpio placements because why are we like one person? Honestly, I don't want to be perceived. I just feel embarrassed in who I am and in the fact that I have not seemed to progress or tapped into any of the potential that I have. I don't like the fact um, I've been hiding. I desperately want to show myself to the world because deep down, I have so much to give, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I've been struggling with confidence for years now. I lost it after a bad friendship breakup a few years ago, and I've not been able to restore since. Ironic, because I was a very confident child too. But back to friends. I distanced myself from my friends, so in my solitude, I could work on myself and be a better person for me and for everyone around me. The work you ask? CBT for my ADHD which is the bane of my existence. And the worst thing about me, talking therapy, meditation, journaling, and trying to strengthen my relationship with God. Has it worked? Meh. I feel like not much has changed stagnation and repeated cycles is a common theme in my life I reject it in Jesus name but again I digress yeah I hear you so yeah I distanced my from my close friends to become a better person but it backfired because they then said I was too distant and they felt like the relationship was not there anymore I still maintain if regular communication is something that is important to you, then maybe communicate that But I won't argue my corner too much because I know their feelings are valid But honestly, my friends expect communication every single day and I'm not at a place to do that I don't think that I have evolved past them, definitely not, but I've just changed The light-hearted topics that we would discuss for hours in the past I have no interest in anymore skipping Mercury and Scorpio, but again, could be wrong. I've um I'm going through one of the most difficult periods of my life. Um, they can't understand that. All they say is, Well eh? I feel like my dreams and aspirations become more distant each day It took me so long to have the faintest ideas um, Faintest of ideas of what I wanted to do and achieve in this life But because of my own fuck-ups, they're becoming less of a reality each day So even though I distance myself from other people Because I want to improve myself That is the real reason I've distanced myself from everyone It's also the crux of this email I have no idea what I'm doing with my life and what I can do with my life. I've just entered adulthood, but yet I feel so drained and jaded. I'm scared and I'm apprehensive because I have so much disappointment and letdown in my life. Nothing major, but regardless, it has just ate away at my self-confidence and bravery. And I know for me, I have to be brave, but What I think I've been called for, I know will require much bravery, much independence and much proactivity, but I've never really been independent. I should be, um, I should be as the eldest daughter, but I've always had to look outside and depend on other people. My relationship with my parents does not really extend further than the description of parental figure and guardian. I really do feel like my, uh, feel like part of my problems stem from the fact that they're very strict. So I've never been able to feel close to, um, enough, feel close to them enough to confide in them. So I've had to look at other people to be able to vent. My age mates have become my parents had to become my parents. And this is why I feel like I'm a child and behind in life in comparison to the people around me. If you ask my parents, because I'm on a gap here and not in uni, that is true. They have never really got, um, okay. They've never really got over me making that decision for myself, but I will never regret it. This is the first time I've seen actual growth and change within myself. Anytime I've changed in the past It's not because I actioned it or wanted it But because I was forced to adapt and toughen up to a negative situation Though I haven't toughened up, not really I've just become more hollow, fragile and numb Numb is definitely the word I would describe my current state You probably have the 360 channel in um, human design as well It's not ideal, but I definitely prefer it to being depressed Depression meant that I was suffocating under the weight of all of my emotions, mistakes and regret Numbness means I feel nothing So in a way, I am now stoic I guess I got my childhood dream Ha! But of course, that is a lie I know eventually something will trigger me And this facade of okayness will crumble when I step into the real world I saw a tweet that said, you can't grow completely in isolation And I know that that's true even I remember you saying in a previous general tarot poll for cancer specifically that we need to love ourselves for who we are now and not who we think we can be. A word. Because I come with these timeless words. All right. Um, anyway, I fear I have rambled with no sense of direction. So I'm going to wrap up with specific questions. How do I go about finding clarity about what I should do with my life? It's been a very major source of my insecurity and confusion. I don't know which direction to take, especially the options are um, Especially the options are limited to, due to my not being able to perform well in my exams due to my severe procrastination and ADHD. I think I want to do something in nutrition. I definitely think there's a gap when it comes to healing through diet. And I would love to focus this on, bl- on the black community. I know I deserve better. I know I have a lot to give this world. Ooh, I I said I felt Capricorn because, or maybe Aquarius. Because deep down, I know I'm smart, I am creative and I'm kind. And those things are significant, but I just need to find a way to put myself out there again. How do I find my confidence again, Kelechi? I'm tired of hiding and repressing and not living my truth. That really was my only question. Education and career have really been the bane of my existence for a decade. I provided all of this other context because I really am interested to hear what else you have to say to me, but freely and without prompt. I feel that there is a great message for me and I don't really want it to be confined to any query, but uh, I, I put forward because I, because I do know there is something more expansive to be, I'm adding the words missing here, because I do know that there's something more expansive to be said. Anyway, that concludes my email. I really do pray this gets to you. I really do. In the meantime, I will keep praying for myself as well. God bless you and hope God continues to cherish you with all of the things. So much love, a baby girl. I love the extra L's. Um, Let's get into this chart. So sun and cancer, moon and cancer, because it was giving moon and water sign, but still, Mercury in Leo That's why you want to be out there I thought Mercury in Scorpio But Mercury in Leo is why you want to be out there Sharing your bits with the world Um, Mars in Leo So you, yeah, you definitely want to be out there Jupiter in Virgo Saturn in Cancer Okay Uranus in Pisces So um, Saturn is going to be rubbing up against your natal Uranus Um, Neptune in Aquarius The aspirations you have for yourself North Node in Taurus, ah, uh, so that's why you're feeling it. You're having, um, you've got your North Node in Taurus, and and the North Node, so you're basically having a nodal return. Like the North Node is touching, um, well, basically you've got your North Node in Taurus, and the North Node is currently in Taurus, so you're feeling that. That's what you're feeling. This I, this um, wanting more, this insatiable, or this kind of perceived um notion of um, insatiable energy And your Mercury's conjunct Mars So you've always had things to say You've always had things to share um, And it's all about your emotions Like in Leo, come on Like the things you want to say The things you want to share Need to be out there So if you've got that And then your son is in Cancer That's really interesting Your son is in Cancer But you've got your Mercury and Mars In Leo, which is a fire sign so you've got a lot that you want to share and that you want to be. So basically the conflicts make sense when you talk about who you are and who you want to be. That's or I don't know if it's who you want to be, but what you want to say with Mercury, what you want to communicate and the fire, the passion that you have, Mercury and Mars, both. In Leo um, And Leo being ruled by the sun And then your sun is placed in Cancer Where it's really there Wanting to kind of like Be there for people And feeling like it needs other people It needs to communicate with people in that way But um, Mars I believe has gone into Cancer So you are going to find that Mars then interacting with your sun You're just going to have a lot of restless energy And that's okay That is okay I don't, I think you put, sent me a follow-up email So let me just, before I say what I want to say What's the pattern saying to me today? Um, Girl, I know, okay The pattern just wanted to remind me It's possible one or both parents may have been emotionally unavailable Or physically absent from your life Perhaps someone passed away Rare, rare, rare Perhaps someone passed away or was just gone for other reasons The pain of feeling abandoned might have given you the early impression That relationships are connected to loss Why did you need to drag me while I'm recording the podcast? Why? Because I'm aware. Anyway, let's get back to you, baby girl. Um, So I think that you followed this up with another email. You sent me the entire report. I love that you are all sending me your entire report. Um, Let me see what you have put here. Revised. Oh, I think you then wrote it again. You are hilarious. So you then went and wrote the email again to make it, I guess, more concise. Mm, No, it looks like the same level. Either way, I've read it now. Here's what it is. I don't ever Ever, 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 ever want to hear any of you saying that you don't like your star sign, that you don't like your birth chart, that you don't like yourself. That stops immediately. Not on my watch. Okay? Because let me tell you something. You are incredible. And I was saying it earlier that you can't allow astrology, human design, Christianity... Uh, Islam, whatever You can't allow any sort of belief system To govern Who you think that you should be in this life At your core That your value Like you, you can't let any sort of religion Any spiritual path Take you away from the fact that At the end of the day At the end of the motherfucking day You're still a G You are And (coughs) <coughs> Pardon me, because that's the life I really entered when I had that moment of inspiration. God, let me finish. Some people who have really challenging birth charts go on to be the most incredible, notable legends in this lifetime. Why? Because even those challenges really did boss with them. And they said, despite that, despite that, I'm still going to show you whom I am. Because in every chart, in every destiny, there is potential This is where free will comes in Like you have to pattern the ting Because there are people who on paper have incredible birth charts Like wow, you've got this yod, you've got this Yeah, you've got this, you've got this, you've got this But are they actualizing the potential that's in that chart? No Because free will plays a major part in everything that we do All of these charts, all they tell you is the possibilities Then you have to choose which possibility that you want to actualize It will tell you about your environment, sure Because we've got like the, you know, the planets that are further away The Neptune, the Pluto, the rare, rare, rare They tell you about the environment you might have been born into but my G, it's then down to you to decide that even in this environment, I'm going to fucking thrive. I don't care if you want to tell me that a cheese plant has never thrived in I'm saying cheese plant because I've got a cheese plant and it, it's struggling. The cheese plant is struggling. Anyway, you might want to tell me that a cheese plant can't thrive in this environment, but I'm going to show you that I'm the little cheese plant that could. Oh, that's a good title for this episode. I am the fucking cheese plant that could, okay, and I will thrive in this environment because baby, you're gonna need to thrive in this environment. There's nothing else I can do for you, okay? Anyway, so when you say I don't like my star sign because of the way that it's described, remember that that is the star sign. So the yeah, that is the, I guess that is the ego, sun, what we see, right? But there are so many other facets that make you you, and I don't want you to ever disrespect your higher self to the extent that you want another self you want another you there is only one you and so okay maybe you overshare a bit yeah maybe you are the maybe you are as you perceive yourself to be the person that's you know coming to people with their problems and this and that but let me tell you about the beauty that i saw in your email you are aware you are so fucking self-aware And that is a gift They can't Now I don't know the actual Mariah Carey song So I can't do it But that is a gift Because a lot of people are walking around right now And they are not self-aware at all At all The things that you're noting about yourself That is the growth That is the That, that is literally the growth To be able to see yourself And be like these are my patterns These are my habits give yourself a break. Healing isn't always about doing and doing and doing. Sometimes, let me tell you something. Sometimes healing is about sitting in the person that you are currently, knowing in your heart of hearts that you do want to strive to be better and you are working towards being better by appreciating the you that you are now. Because one minute you're like, oh, I don't see the growth. And then the next minute you actually do clock the growth in the, in the story. Of your email And I'm doing that To show the length Because girl You wrote Okay In the story That you told there Of your life I Even I see the growth I see all the effort That you're putting in And you just said That you just entered adulthood Some people are No Let me not even say that Wow Let me just say this Some people have been In adulthood They have Memberships in adulthood That have been for, For I don't know The past 10 to 15 To 20 to 40 years they don't have your level of self-awareness. Give yourself a break. My little cheese plant that could. Yeah. You're doing wonderfully, baby. And also take into account the neurodivergence, the ADHD. Like you talk about the procrastination, you talk about all of that. And I hear you give yourself a break. Give yourself a break Because when you are ready to create the thing I believe that you will create the thing Whatever it is Education, all right, cool The uh, traditional education path may not be for you So, so There are people with degrees out there That are fucking cunts So, what is a degree even? Not to shit on the people who have the degrees And have plenty Like, I'm happy for you But the fact of the matter is that Not everybody needs a degree to do what they need to do in this life Because life is another irriversity, yeah It's another irriversity It's another university, it's another university. Yeah, it's another school of life And that is what you're trying to pass Academia, the people that do great in academia Big up yourselves But what you're trying to pass Is this thing called life Take it easy You're trying to do all of the modules at once and then you're beating yourself up because you're like, ah, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break, my little darling cheese plant, because you're growing as best as you could. And I think it's actually, you know what? Spirit moves in wild ways because I think I was meant to read that to you from my chart about my pattern, that when you don't have um, specific influences, Um, healthy influences um, in terms of parental figures growing up. There is something about that. That means that you yearn for connection with people and then you go about doing it in very odd ways. Like I, trust me, baby, you don't want that stoic personality, you know, because I'll be there. Like, I don't need friends. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm not good. I'm not. You need friends. You need people. You should let people in. But then I'm so suspicious of people like, why are you being nice to me? Why do you care for me? Why are you doing that for me? Because it comes from a place of when you didn't really see that when you were younger, you don't understand that to be the default. You should be cared for. You should be cared for. That that you should have people around you who express how much they love you and how much they want to be around you and tell you the good things. You should have that. So when people do that, you don't have to be suspicious. However... That's not to say that sometimes the suspicions don't pay off Because sometimes you'll let people get close to you And they start doing weird shit like, And one thing I don't like is If something's happening with me Especially if it's to do with my business And I feel like you've been chatting my business Like literally my professional business To somebody else Instantly you're going to feel that kind of That that barrier's going to go all the way down Like that's it all. up, down, up, down You know what I mean But the walls are going to go up Yeah? And they're going to be sturdy like my vaginal walls. Don't play. Don't play with information. Don't play with things. But at the same time, I know that it's not healthy to be suspicious of everybody. Sometimes people just want to love you. And yeah, you might feel like, oh, you know what? My friends never come to me with their things. It's me coming to them with my things. Okay. And then you're then saying that your friends are feeling like you're distant. So maybe you've managed to get friends around you that are actually okay with you coming to them with things. But then there are some friends that really try to use that as a crutch and they feel like the only way that they have value in your life is for something to be wrong with you. These are all things that you need to explore. I don't know the answer. But when you talk about not wanting to be perceived, that is definitely water sign energy. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be perceived. I don't wanna be seen. But at the same time, you do wanna be seen. And the whole reason you're actually going away And not wanting to be perceived Is because you don't feel like you're being perceived In the way that you want to be seen That is a word Anyway, what does Spirit have to say to you about all of this? Because I've really been just talking 42 minutes Anyway, it's good because I didn't have anything much else Much else to say I'm going to do a so you mad Have I got a show your magnificence? I think I would, my show your magnificence would have been um, Nico embargo. I saw an article about him this week um, how he outsold so many artists The Macarena, the Beatles with his song Sweet mother, I will forgets you For this so where you so far for me yeah. Sweet mother, sweet mother oh, hey. Big tune, big tune Big up yourself, Nico And let me tell you, the pictures that I saw of Nico In that In that boot In that platform boot Men in the 70s Were dressing Okay The men in the 70s Were dressing Because they would give you A platform boot They would give you a, a very very tight Skinny skinny trouser And a top With a flare on it That would make you gag Those were men Those were men And then now we're doing All of this stuff Oh it's not manly to da, 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 da. Your father's Your fathers were wearing platform boots, yeah, in West Africa. They were wearing platform leather boots in that heat because they knew the styles. It's not manly to wash your bum. It's not manly to... Go and ask your father about a platform boot and a flare because you don't know things. And I say that because the way that we're moving with gender and the things that we ascribe to it is so boring. Like, wear your things, give a look. I love when guys can just deliver looks and they just play with that, that whole sphere of like, I'm not ascribing to this. I'm just, I'm gonna give you an outfit. My dedication is to the outfit. My dedication is to style, okay? Not gender conformity. I love that. Bring your cards out Don't worry I haven't forgotten about you I'm just covering all of the things All right So The card you got first You've got the three of swords In reverse And then you've got the six of pentacles In reverse I'm using the um, What is it? The Lisa Star Modern Witch Tarot deck And then you've got the seven of swords Upright And so the question that you ask Here is just And I've mentioned this on the podcast before But There's a lot of heartbreak around already Why do you insist on breaking your own heart? Why do you want to do that? Whose voice is it? That makes you go through all of these things And be like I'm not enough I'm not enough Because essentially that's what you're saying You're saying that the you that you are It's not enough And then you're turning around and saying that like, But how do I become more confident Girl Start with believing that you As you are This all of this All of this This particular um, melding of, of personalities of Of character that you are That is a gift to life You don't know who requires you, Seven of Swords You don't know who requires you to be you For them to be them If I didn't start this podcast Because like you said, I'm going to mix tarot Sometimes even Formula One I'm going to mix cussing people out Current affairs, pop culture I'm going to mix them all into one podcast, yeah? Who would have said that that was going to work? If I'd run that by anybody, they'd be like, oh my God, I think you need to kind of like really whittle down what it is especially that you want to say. I'm mimicking someone, but she's an idiot. Um, Whittle whittle down what it is that you want to say. This is what I want to say. And then look at that. In me saying my mind, homegirl stole my logo. In me saying my mind, it's allowed for other people like you to gravitate towards me. There is somebody that is yearning for a blessing in the exact person that you are So trying to be somebody else means that you're not actually fulfilling the purpose You're asking me about purpose Our purpose in this life is to live as fully as ourselves as we can Every other thing will fall into place But accepting yourself, because that inner child needs all of the love. The inner child is the one that needs to to know all of this. So I'm saying to your inner child, I'm saying you, your your adult self, move out of the way for one second. I'm talking to your inner child right now. Listen to me, baby girl. Listen to me, baby person. You are so wonderful. You are so incredibly wonderful. You're funny. You're loud. You're bubbly. You're, um, You're curious. You're so amazing Just as you are And I'm sorry that the adults around you Didn't let you know how amazing you are I'm so, so sorry that they did not reflect back to you The absolute light that you are But I'm letting you know in this moment That you are fantastic Let that light this little light of that You know I love that song Let it shine Let it shine And again, like I said, I'm sorry that the people who were meant to take care of you didn't do what they needed to do to instill in you, to remind you, to remind you of your greatness in this lifetime. But little baby, I am reminding you that you are wonderful. You are wonderful. And I want you to eventually start feeling safe with the adult that is now you. Please work with them because they're going through some things. The adult you is going through some things, please Because you are the one that actually holds the wisdom That's why they're they're here doing up and down Doing left and right Because they can't access your wisdom Because you're still upset That the people them didn't do What the people them were meant to do So please bring your adult back And start teaching them the things And letting them know how you want to be loved And letting them know all the things that you required That you weren't given So your adult self Can do those things So you can, boom Lock in together And start being the great human beings That I know that you are Please do that for me I would love that for us Okay? Thank you, baby All right, back to the adult you Let's go Be easier on yourself Listen Rather than the voice that's telling you that you're not this and you're not that and you're not this, take a moment and ask yourself, like, where is that rooted? And what can you say to counter it? Because whatever you say to counter it is the actual truth. Tell yourself the truth and stop breaking your own heart constantly. Because somebody out there, you first need to see your greatness. But then outside of you, other people actually need to see your greatness Because you don't know the thing that's going to shift somebody's life I don't know where this fucking podcast goes I don't know where this video is going to go You don't know where things are going But you do them from the place of believing in yourself Believing that what you have to say matters And believing that who you are matters And it will get to the right people So the people that want to talk shit, they're going to talk shit Because their life is shit That's none of your business But there is somebody that you do not know That might be so far removed from you That you save their life just by being who you are That is the purpose Everything else that we do outside of that That's all cool shit But our purpose is to live as fully as we can Because for some reason or other This society has made other people believe That they need permission to live as fully as they can And sometimes you're their permission slip Yeah? You've got to show up You've got to So that's that Wow, that was a long tarot reading I hope that that resonates with you Oh, let me pull um, a Dickhead in Recovery card for you Um, Let's see what this says I can't see Sorry, I don't a one Anyway, what's the card for you Before we wrap this up Wrap this up Let's see what we got (laughs) To (laughs) give you up so let me blow your mind hey. oh, Okay, I guess that's the card Oh, hold on <laughs> Throwing hands is a different ministry To the ministry I am choosing today Peace Throwing hands is a different mystery, ministry To the a ministry I am choosing today Peace, choose peace Stop warring with yourself Stop warring with yourself There's so much war out there already for us America, I'm looking at you And Britain, obviously But Europe, you're mad But generally, what I'm saying is that There is already enough war out there in the world waiting for us Don't fuck yourself up by being at war with yourself as well Like, I'm talking from experience Like, me If we're talking about war Warring the self, Me, I'm a veteran Let me tell you that Yeah? No You've got to have an ally And that first ally That first person that you can trust In the state of all of the fuckery Has to be yourself Yeah You're so good You've got this You're doing work that other people At their big, big age are not doing I promise you So you can relax Small Take it easy Small I'm sorry that your parents didn't do what The, the things that they needed to have done For you but I believe in you. I believe in your chart. I believe in your potential. I believe in all of the limitless possibilities for you to create the life that brings you joy, that brings you peace, that allows you to just be your bubbly, confident self. I believe in all of that. Just take it easy. That is the advice. Take it easy on yourself. So anyway, that's that. I guess let me big up um, this week's show sponsor, who are ExpressVPN before we move on to the other bits that I guess I've got to race through. Uh, Well, here we go. So, ExpressVPN, as I said, is sponsoring this episode. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of the online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches runs, um, your email service and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone. Hmm? <laughs> Express VPN said today we are going to drag the girlies. Okay. We're going to drag, drag the tech girlies. Anyway, big tech is more powerful than most countries are, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and these tech juggernauts. And that's why I, use express vpn and truly i do and i'm hearing in some places in some countries they're actually trying to ban you using vpn which tells you that they just want all of your information all of the time even as you're watching this we know that the the tech girlies are tapping into it and they'll start suggesting wild things on your algorithm so it is what it is but that's why i personally use it to be able to do all of the things that i do which is mainly just to watch films to be honest Don't use it to be a fucking idiot on a burner, please Anyway, think about how much your life is How much of your life is on the internet Sadly, every site that you visit Video you watch like this um, Or message you send gets tracked and data mined But when you run ExpressVPN on your device The software hides your IP address Something big tech can use to personally identify you So ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace And then um, sell to advertisers ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. And, um, what I personally like most about ExpressVPN is that it's easy. Like it's really easy to use. I can use it on my phone. I want to get a tablet. I keep saying this. I can use it on my phone. Use it on a tablet Use it on your TV as well If you've got a smart TV You can use it on your TV You can use it on your laptop It's just sick Like it's it's really worth having Personally That's how I feel So anyway Stop handing over your personal data To the big tech monopoly That minds your activity And sells your information Protect yourself with the VPN That I trust to keep me safe online Visit expressvpn.com slash straws That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N Dot com slash straws And you get three extra months free so go to expressvpn.com straws to protect yourself against the big tech girlies all right so show your magnificence while well, I've already spoken about Nico and Bargo. Sweet mother, I never gonna forget you hey for this so far you suffer so for me yeah. um what's this my only so you mad because I'm now zooming through everything my only so you mad woof One of the founders of the Guardian newspaper um, has links to slavery. I want to be shocked, but I'm not. But we move. The process of uncovering where exactly the founder of the Manchester Guardian, John Edward Taylor, and his associates were... Important Cotton From was a lengthy and difficult one. At the start in autumn 2020, I was given the names of the 11 original funders of the Manchester Guardian and how much each of them had contributed. This was available in a large yellow parchment, the Manchester Guardian Agreement, written in 1821 and housed at the Guardian Archives in the John Rylands Library in Manchester. Um, This is written by Cassandra Gupta. Anyway, um, the first step I took was to trace Taylor's lineage back to the 1700s Using Ancestry UK and antiquarian sources to gain a clearer picture of his economic and social background Unsurprisingly, there was little mention of Taylor's cotton business um, Or his source of income prior to starting the newspaper At this point, I realized the enormous, uh, the enormousness of the task that lay ahead Um Edward Baxter, a wealthy um, Unitarian cotton merchant and cotton manufacturer in Manchester. Baxter was further linked with the transatlantic transatlantic um, economy as a calico printer, manufacturer of muslin, member of the Manchester Chamber of Commerce, and one of the founders and directors of the Manchester Savings Bank. That was one of them, Edward Baxter. Uh, Sir George Phillips, a wealthy textile industrialist politician West India merchant and an enslaver Um, Phillips was the Manchester Guardian backer Most deeply linked to slavery From about 1805, he was a partner in Boddington, Sharp And Phillips, a firm which owned the Success Estate In Hanover, Jamaica in the 1830s Phillips unsuccessfully attempted to claim compensation From the uh, British government For 108 enslaved persons on the estate Though his business partner made a successful claim His success in the cotton trade Led to him acquiring the nickname King Cotton It will never be well with you And I'm glad that you didn't get that conversation You bitch John Edward Taylor The Somerset-born founder of the Manchester Guardian At the age of 14 Taylor was apprenticed to an Oldham cotton manufacturer. His experience of the Peterloo massacre in Manchester in 1819, which he witnessed, spurred him to launch The Guardian with the support of 11 financial backers. Taylor had links to slavery through his partnerships in the cotton manufacturing firm Oakden and Taylor And the cotton merchant company Shuttleworth Taylor & Co The latter company acted as an agent for WG&J Strutt Who imported vast amounts of raw cotton um, produced by enslaved labor in the West Indies Brazil, Guyana, Suriname and the Southern United States Wow I mean This is what I'm saying There are 12 of them George William Let me read them before I say No, I'm going to say what I want to say first This is what I mean When we don't teach history properly Because people need to know things like this I just feel like it's important Like, okay The Guardian has done good bits over the years In terms of articles that they've put out It is also balanced and fair To also know that it was started by people Who had strong links to the slave trade Because let me tell you the secret a lot of the man mandem did back in the day Not just the mandem, the white girlies too A lot of them had links So why aren't we, why aren't we able to just talk about it? Why? Because the more that you try to leave it out You're creating an, an incomplete history And that is not okay Because you have some of these people on social media Writing comments Because they haven't been taught proper history They haven't been taught full history And then you have them out there Looking like fucking idiots And that's not good George William Wood, a leading merchant, um, I've read his one. Did I read his one? Um... No, I didn't A leading merchant in Manchester And a partner in Shuttleworth, Taylor & Co And in the hat-making firm Phillips, Wood & Co Which had strong links to enslaved labour in Brazil And the cotton trade A Whig MP, twice president of the Manchester Chamber of Commerce And a man who helped to form the Manchester Literary and Philosophical Society Wood's case is emblematic of the interconnectedness Between Manchester cotton merchants And the city's social, political and cultural elite, of course And even with all the MPs that we have now And the... Their links to the slave trade Like you wouldn't have gotten the education The lifestyle But everything Had it not been for your um, family 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 Being enslavers You wouldn't have And you need to make that right One way or another Robert Phillips, five of twelve, a member of prominent Manchester family, a cousin of George Phillips, and a partner in the cotton firm Shuttleworth Taylor and Co. and in Phillips Wood and Co. and he was also related to Hibbert and Yates families, who were both enslavers. Wow, the girls were really enslaving back in the day. I say back in the day, like they're not profiting from it now. William Duckworth, um, a Unitarian, a Unitarian attorney and son-in-law of Robert Phillips, Eton-educated Duckworth would have benefited from the cotton trade through his family's multiple property holdings, along with John Edward Taylor and George William Wood. Uh, Duckworth was recorded in 1826 as being in support of uh, mal- meliorating God Kelechi, uh, the condition of the slave population of um, the colonies, Pussy Clart. Samuel Pullen, a Calico printer and director of the Manchester Fire and Life Assurance Company. He was probably an elite and influential member of the mercantile uh, Manchester community as the export of cotton goods rose and distribution facilities such as warehouses and mills increased. Pullen would have profited from the high demand for insurance. And that's the thing. We talk about the cotton businesses, the this, the that. The people that really profited also were the banks. And the insurance companies, and so when people are like, oh, I don't have links. I'm su- I'm just an insurance company, bitch. What were you insuring? What were you insuring? Again, not telling all of the truth. Richard Potter Potter and his older brother Thomas were both influential figures in Manchester. Born into the draper trade, they became manufacturers and dealers in cotton goods. Starting off with a single warehouse, they built what was reputed to be Manchester's largest um, mercantile um, business. One of the biggest textile trading hubs in Britain, Richard nicknamed Radical Dick. Okay, was MP for Wigan from 1832 to 1839. Sante. Sir Thomas Potter, Thomas brother, uh, Thomas's brother Richard, had bought the original warehouse with another elder brother, William, who left the business in 1806. After this, and as Richard became immersed in politics, Thomas became more involved in the brother's business affairs. Thomas served as the Manchester's first mayor from 1838 to 1840. His wife's family, the Baylors, also had links with slavery. So, the elite in Manchester, are you all enslavers? Like, wow Thomas Bromley William Sanderson What a name A well-connected member of the elite Manchester society Sanderson was part of a Manchester firm Classified as cotton spinners Cotton manufacturers and dealers in cotton goods He was also in partnership with Richard Hatton Rothwell of Manchester As a cotton manufacturer Um, Thomas Johnson Due to the commonness of his name It was not possible to research a definitive biography The original Manchester Guardian loan agreement Named him as a merchant We can assume what he was doing In his merchanting Thomas Wilkins, due to the commonness of his name It was not possible to research a definitive biography The original Manchester Guardian loan agreement Names him as a merchant A secondary source lists him as a cotton merchant Which suggests a link to slavery Although the researchers were not able to establish this definitively So, I mean, it's not just the Guardian though, right? It's everywhere So why can't we just figure out all of the people and start finding a way to balance things out In terms of remuneration, reparation Whatever you want to call it Let's even out the ting Because so far, it's not fair And it's not okay Okay? So that's all I really wanted to say about that And um, also for, I guess, straw of the week Before I bounce and get out of here Swella, Swella, You and that, that face of yours It will never be well with you, you cow I don't want Want to go too much into the whole thing But let me see if I can even play it mm, Can I play it? Yeah, you'll be able to hear it Brent's going to do magic And you'll be able to hear it Even on the video as well Let me get the thing up um, Suela was on the news um, Talking about Talking about Pakistani British Pakistani men And um, basically insinuating that They were at the forefront Or they are at the forefront of the grooming gangs um, All around the UK Specifically like in the Midlands and up north I believe But um, again Research has shown That it's mainly white men That are part of these grooming gangs Also thinking about the population of Britain and all of that But you don't say that part or you say it's mentioning the Pakistani men And again Brown and black faces of white supremacy I don't know what to tell you anymore I just don't it's really, I, I just don't. But watching her, let me see if this will play. Do you also accept, though, that grooming gangs are not necessarily just Pakistani? So a Home Office report in 2020 found grooming gangs most commonly white, and despite some of the high-profile uh, cases that we uh, described, uh, they said that the links between ethnicity and this form of offending could not be proven. Will I refer you to the extensive report uh, about Rotherham? Uh, several years back, uh, followed by the report by Louise Casey. Um, Those two reports were unflinching in their assessment of the problem. There have been several reports since about the predominance of certain ethnic groups, and I say British-Pakistani males, who hold cultural values totally at odds with British values, who see women in a demeaned and illegitimate way and pursue an outdated and, frankly, heinous approach uh, in terms of the way they behave. We've got to stamp that out with criminal law and proper safeguarding, and we're only going to do that if, as a society, we face up to the facts and the truth of what's actually going on. and this is why I said that she's a fucking idiot Right She mentions the Casey report She mentions the Casey report The Rotherham case is very important She's mentioning the Rotherham case Also not thinking about the fact that There were numerous South Asian girls That were also groomed as well But due to the cultural things um, Many couldn't come forward Because of what it would mean for them And put them and their family in harm's way All of that stuff But she brings up that Rotherham case And people like to refer to it often As a way to be like Oh look at these South Asian men men Preying on little white girls And all of these grooming gangs need to go Let's just get that clear I want all of them gone And if you let me run this country I'm going to deal with everybody severely I'll deal with everybody severely Let me tell you that But she mentions the Casey report The Casey report that was um, commissioned Because a white man A police officer Killed Sarah Everard Do you see where I'm going with this? You're mentioning the Casey report um, That was commissioned because of what a white man did In terms of violence and demeaning a woman And harming a woman To talk about Pakistani men Who you say that they're demeaning and harming women And it's going against British values You fucking idiot How does that then tie in? Girl, what's not clicking? We have a problem across the board Across the board, I'm not absolving this um, group of men That you're speaking about specifically from their crimes And from the things that they're doing But you're making it sound like a singular narrative That is simply about, you know, British Pakistani men You really came with that nose and that facial structure You really came and sat in that chair to talk shit This is what I'm saying about tell the complete story Tell complete histories, all of the things because all of this has been documented and it's been archived But you're spreading, in essence, incomplete stories So therefore, they're fallacies Violence against women and girls is, is, is endemic And something needs to be done Where you cause us more harm is by shifting the gaze And shifting the lens and being like, oh, it's this group of people only because she wants to be able to run with that narrative So when she wants to run with the narrative about black people No one's going to challenge her When she wants to run about this narrative Working class people, disabled people, trans people She can run all of these narratives And nobody's going to challenge her Because each time she's focusing on people And she's hoping that your bigotry That are the bigotry that we should have internalized In this society will make us go Yeah, you know what? I actually don't fuck with Pakistani men like that She's correct Or I actually don't fuck with this group of people like that She's correct she isn't She isn't And we're having We're, we're going to find ourselves In a very, very dangerous place If we allow people like Suella The one before her Preeti And even Kemi Like if we allow these people To just say wild shit and, and I'm focusing on the women Because I as a woman I'm like what the fuck are you doing? If you care for our betterment And I don't think that you do You would move so differently To how you're moving now If you care about nothing else womanhood. No, but again, construct who, whatever, whatever. I'm even going off tangent. What I'm saying is that the men, the bar is in hell. So they're just doing what they're doing. But the women, I'm just like, maybe it's my internalized sexism. I just expect better. Like what the fuck you're making people more susceptible to harm by not telling the full story in that White men are part of a lot of these grooming gangs And then we know that 200 migrant children went missing recently We're not really really talking about that Why? It just feels like everybody's in cahoots with everybody And we're being gaslit And we're just meant to go, out, go along with all of the things And I, for one, am not going along with it It's ridiculous People are sleepwalking through life I'm talking about Britain specifically People are sleepwalking through life Everything is crumbling the fuck around you And you're just like "Mm, Well what can we do What do you mean what can we do Count how many of us there are And count how many of them there are What do you mean what can we do It's getting ridiculous It's getting ridiculous That's all I wanted to say Anyway I guess I'll wrap this up then And head out Because I need to go and do some things So if this video is recorded, we've got a video. Yes! If it's not, we'll go again next week. Um, But it's great to have recorded, to do all of the things. Yeah, I think I'll record an episode next week before going to New York. Wow, it's already happening. I hope that you've enjoyed the episode. I have been Kalechi Okarfor, and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, Suck Your Mama. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, Instagram on at collection of car for at say your mind pod um, TikTok I'm sure I'm called something there as well You can um, get some exclusive bits And um, join my close friends stories on Instagram By joining patreon.com forward slash collection of car for Then you'll be seeing all my shady F1 tweets I'm really glad that Lewis Hamilton got a podium I haven't watched the Australian Grand Prix I I hear that it was an absolute mess So I'll go and check that out I think that's it I think that's it. Anyway, catch you on the flip side. Peace! It's the Benz Brunani woman, baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. <laughs> if you sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the We we'll are going to sip here. Hard time calling for your long lunch. You might learn something you never know. Yeah, i know. let you find. And she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.